We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... Wow, the humidity. Um, like you sweat in places I never knew I could sweat from. And I'm not even a sweater. And I'm telling you, I had I had tit sweat, I had ass crack sweat. Guys, we're back. Sorry, we, we were just discussing that Courtney Kardashian is pregnant. We, Kourtney, we're she, freaking she's, out. She's pregnant. Like when I saw that. And as well, she's been hiding it for a while because she's actually got a belly. She's she's bumping along, as they yeah. they might say. Um, I really love loved how they um, announced it yeah. at, at the Blink One Eight Two concert. I love them. Um, but yeah, and she's actually carrying the baby. She's actually carrying it, unlike the other sisters yes. who have had like two kids, three kids, one kid surrogate. surrogate. But Courtney's always been a little bit different. And I feel as though this is a bit of a fuck you to the sisters Me kind too. of because, you know, they have had that little bit of yeah. a tiff and I don't think it's all rainbows and butterflies at the moment in that household. Have you watched the, the most recent? I've only seen snippets on TikTok and I know you keep oh. telling me to watch it. but Babe, you've got to watch it. I've been away. I've been in Singapore. It's on Disney+. Plus. Like you could be watching it on the plane. I know. What was I watching on the plane? I always – okay, guys, on – Aeroplanes. I don't like to watch anything new. I like to watch things that I've seen before. Oh, I like mm. to it to be a comfort thing. So I was watching Game of Thrones, um, uh, which I then just fell asleep because I fall asleep all the time true. on aeroplanes. You do. Um, Maybe fall asleep anywhere, everywhere. I know. I you're honestly, a great sleeper. I am a great sleeper. Yeah. It's my superpower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't hate me. It's a thing. But yeah, was just in Singapore. Got back. As we're recording this, literally this morning at 6am landed. Mm-hmm. Um, so my eye has just started twitching now because this is the second episode we're recording. So yeah. that's how I know that it's... Um, I, I'm feeling you too. Yeah, yeah. I had a bit You've of You've had a, a shitty sleep too. I had a shitty sleep. I, I'm so used to obviously having a man in my bed that when he's not there, I'm a scaredy cat. You know, take it back to the episode of me sleeping with the umbrella up. I used to do that because I was scared. Mm. And I'm 29 years of age and I'm telling you, I still get scared. I'm lying in bed imagining if an invader comes in, what are you going to do, Ella? Are you going to go out there? Then what about the cat? Currently, Guy is putting a lot, an extra lock right now on my bedroom door so that I can sleep with my bedroom door locked when I'm there on my own. Oh, babe. Oh, I get so that sweet. scared, you can, wow, You actually get that scared. Oh, yeah. I get scared. But well, I'm not scared of ghosts. Like ghosts, it's weird. Yeah, see, that's weird. See, I'm more scared of the fact that my kettle turned on by itself fucking yeah. twice. And you're scared. Um, I'm scared of like home invaders. Yeah. And look, it, it it's is. happening. It, it is a rational fear, guys. Um, recently, there has been a spike in this kind of crime. And actually, you know what happened to Tamara and Samantha from maths? No. Their cars got stolen. What? In Someone the Gold actually Coast? went into their house and stole both <gasps> of their cars. What? Yeah, which is crazy. I saw it on Instagram and then I saw it on the Daily Mail the other day. Holy shit. I know. So it's actually really scary. So crime is I'm going up. I'm seeing it on the news yeah, all it, the time. It is going up. So to be honest, it is a rational fear at this People point in time. With fucking machetes. Like I know. this guy 
knocking on a window with a machete in his hand and the dad wakes up and he's like, what the, what, what? Like, it, There's a lot more knife crime happening at the moment, which is kind of scary. So, look, it is a rational uh, yeah. fear. Um, well, I just got back from Singapore where yeah. there is bloody no crime happening. <laughs> the streets are clean as. I think I saw one police officer the entire time I was there. I didn't even hear a siren, dude. I'm telling you, I was there for eight days. Wow. The place is like... They just have – they're very highly regulated for everything. Mm. Like even in the food courts, right, these these amazing hawker centres, the food courts and the shopping centres, mm. if you don't pick up your tray – like if you go to a Westfields, there's always food left there's over. There's shit everywhere. There's shit everywhere, yeah. okay? If you do that in Singapore, it's a $300 fine on the spot. It is like the cleanest, most incredible place I've ever been to. Um, yeah. It's so different from, you know, I've been to America, I've been to mm. Europe now. It's so different it to is Australia. Different. It is it was such an eye-opening experience. Mm. Wow, the humidity. Um, yeah. Like you sweat in places I never knew I could sweat from. And I'm not even a sweater. And I'm telling you, I had I had tit sweat. I had ass crack sweat. Full Wait, on. What, you've never been in humid- humidity like that before? I've been to Cairns. I found yeah. that very humid um, up in North Queensland. Yeah. But I've never experienced humidity really? like that. Like the air was wet. Yeah. And everything just is wet. Everything sticks was to you. Was it sun baking weather or not really? It just um, hot. It was. It was a bit overcast, but I feel as though you you just can't even be out it's in the sun hot. because it's that hot. Yeah. Like Mum and I stayed at Marina Bay Sands yeah. the last two nights, and it's that incredible oh. infinity pool that's on Crazy Rich Asians. It's, yeah. It's the biggest infinity pool in the world, and we sat out there for like ten minutes, and it was like, okay, it's too much. Really? And we were going in and out of the pool. Yeah. And I just said to mum, I'm like, is this too hot for you? She's like, yep. So back inside. It yeah. was, it's that hot. Far out. Yeah. Well, I love that you went to Singapore and had a mum trip. And yes. I just took my mum to a spa for lunch. And I did want to go in the spas, but my mum doesn't like the spas. She doesn't like water. That's, she's like a cat. So and she, your mum is a cat lady. My mum's a cat lady. Yeah. So yeah, we had a nice lunch. Um, the spas would have been great. So got, there was 22 different spas there. Thanks, Belinda. Thanks, Ma. <laughs> um, well, maybe we'll take ourselves there yes, for one day. I'd love to go back and to Alba. It, it is actually so nice talking about, you know, I just came back from a trip mm. with my mum. You went and had a nice day with your mum. Mm. And today's topic of um, the podcast is all about gratitude mm. and being thankful and grateful. And um, I know, Ella, you're going to talk us through what the difference with being grateful and being thankful mm. and the feeling and, and all of that, how it actually yeah. all builds into that. Yeah. But I had a really lovely time with mum. Mm. I, I felt as though coming back from the jungle, straight back into work, I didn't get to see her a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to just spend some really nice quality time together, which mm. was really beautiful and amazing. Shout out mum. Mm. Thanks for making it. An incredible trip. We didn't even have an, a bitch fight. Really? We didn't have any bitch fights. Usually the t- when we've been to New York, we had a bitch fight. When we went to Paris, we had a bitch fight, which we do. Like, I mean, come on. Like, there's always going to be, you know, yeah. when you're tired, yeah. you're hungry. You're, it's like, just figure out where you want to eat. She's the worst when it comes to that. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, and it takes an hour to decide. But anyway. That's hilarious. I love it. I'm going to start this episode all about gratitude. Mm. Just grateful that I still have my mum in my life. Mm. I'm grateful that I'm able to have a career that allows me to go away for seven days Mm. with my mum and still be able to work and still be able to do things for my career Mm. and yet still be with mum and spend that time. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm just grateful for those memories that we got to make. Yeah. And it was a real smell the roses moment, I think, for me, this this trip with my mum because it was – 
I think it was the first time in my life being on a trip where I was able to spoil my mum and buy mm. her some things and, and have some nice meals and that kind of stuff. So it was an all-round moment, I yeah. think. And it's really important to have those definitely moments in life, even if it means buying your friend a, a chocolate bar and just saying how much they mm. mean to you. It doesn't have to be like the big grand gestures. No, never. Um, and I don't think the grand gestures – it, the, for me, even a chocolate bar and a grand gesture like a trip to Singapore, yeah, any moment that you are really appreciating someone, mm. I think they're they're just as brilliant and amazing. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think as well when I mean Dom and I have always more recently probably set, spoken about it more about really yeah. stopping and smelling the roses. You know, we had our one year sit with our one year anniversary, and that was a real moment, and all the amazing things that we've done together, and. It was my brother who really kind of put it in my mind, be like, you know, I'd be flying maybe to LA or I'd be in London or I'd, you know, become PLT BA. And James would just say, are you making sure that you stop and smell the roses? And I think we were in Naples at the time and that's when I got it tattooed on my arm yeah. because he just kept saying it. And like, it's so easy you know, Dom, me, you guys, it's so easy to just live life and not take those moments to actually sit and think about, you know, I've said it before on the podcast, my fucking quilt. Like I'm grateful that I have that quilt. Yes. Because it keeps me warm and, you know, obviously grateful to be able to afford to buy a yeah. quilt because they're fucking expensive like they're not cheap and it keeps me warm in the winter and that's something that I'm always grateful for I get into bed and I'm like oh my god this bed like it's it is it honestly is those little things that you implement in your life I know for me even my car I've mm. never had an, a, a new nice car in my life mm -hmm. and then it'll be two years this December that I got my car and, you know, it It wasn't technically brand new. It was, it had like, you know, 500 Ks on it or something. I fully remember when you got your car. Yeah. I, it, it was feels, after math. I know. And do you know, every time I get in my car, I literally, th every time I touch that steering wheel, I just go, I love my, I'm so great. Like it's the little things because I remember where, I started where I came from. I remember, you know, having a little shitty run around. Yeah. I remember, you know, killing myself to pay the. Did I see your car? Before your car, this one? It was a little silver Hyundai Equip or something. Along I don't think the, I saw it. No, I don't think you ever saw that car, but I love that car. I drove that to Byron and back. I drove that yeah. down to Jarvis Bay. For me, it was a really, it was a huge moment for me to get mm. the car that I have now. I have a Hyundai venue. I love my little Hyundai fucking epic car. It's a little red rocket. I yeah. love it. And it's just those little things yeah. I just so appreciate in life where it's like I get in a car, I start driving, it automatically locks the doors. Yeah. I'm like, I feel safe. I feel secure. I have Millie in the back. Mm. And just those little things, you know, it's not like, oh, these big grand trips going on overseas, which of course I'm so grateful for and, yes. and thankful. But it really is those little things, even just getting home after a long day and sitting on the couch mm. and having my dog, having my man there next to me. Yeah. And just the little things that I really am so, so grateful for. So that's why we wanted to do an episode not only about how we, I guess, express our gratitude, mm. but also ways in which you can incorporate it into your mm. life. And I know this is something Ella's mm. really worked on for for many years with the manifestation mm. and all of that kind of stuff. So let's just start this episode, guys. You, everyone listening, 
just think in your head. You don't have to. Say, you can say it aloud to the person who's next to you, mm. whatever. If you're driving in the car, but just have a think. What are you grateful for today? I usually do three a day. I do three a night, every night before bed, from the day. Yep. Even if it's like you know, I had a really delicious almond croissant. Yep. Like that, mate. Like if when I'm reflecting on the day and three things, and maybe three things that I didn't like about the day as well, because yep. then you can kind of acknowledge it. But what I want to explain to you guys, I mean, I've always been, and this all comes back to journaling. That's a form of practicing gratitude. Yep. Meditating. That's a form of practicing gratitude. Affirmations. All these things that I've done for such a long time, I can say with a lot of confidence, it's the reason why I am such a positive person. It yep. is like I'm it's a very hundred percent. Yeah, I'm a very positive person, and like day to day, you know, I wake up in a very good mood and I do have to say that it's all of that sort of mindfulness stuff that I've been doing for so long. So being aware of everything that's around you yeah, and being mindful of the good and the bad because yeah. you need the bad to appreciate the good. I'm, yeah. I'm a really big believer in that. Oh, yeah. Because I know the lowest of the lows that I've had mm. make me – really appreciate even more well that's every little yeah. good thing that I have in my life and, and that's one of the most important aspects of practicing gratitude is even when you are in your saddest most depressing moments if you actually shift those thoughts and yeah. then think about the positives that are actually in your life like the roof over your head or even for me another thing I was grateful for today on the plane the dermal therapy lip balm because I'm on Roaccutane and my lips are cracked. And I was mm. putting on my lip balm and I was like, you know, <laughs> this lip balm is making me feel so good right now. And I'm grateful for this lip balm that you get from Chemist Warehouse. It's probably like $4. And that was something that I was grateful for on the flight over. Yep. But that's where practicing gratitude can really shift your mental health. And if you are, so, I mean, there's full on scientific studies, research evidence that people with depression, if they practice gratitude on a daily basis and it becomes a part of routine and it becomes a ritual, you can actually shift your mental health things, you know, when you have these moments and you are a happier person. 100%. Like, I can vouch for that. It, I, it, it, yeah. I do it all the time. And as someone who suffers from depression, yeah. for me, it's the easiest way to, I guess, get myself out of some kind of funk that I'm in, mm. you know. Um, and if if you are struggling with, you know, being down or whether that is mm. depression or a bit of anxiety, mm. just working and it's it's like a muscle you've got to work that muscle and you, it's got to get stronger because it is hard at the well start. that's why it's called a practice yeah it because really is it's it's a ritual it's you it's not an easy thing to do because you have to consciously put time aside to do it and that's another thing and i, I wrote some notes when i was flying over because i was really just trying to remember like when i first sort of i guess got into this area because i guess it kind of is it's like it's in a way a talent. Like if you can really become a more mindful person day to day, it's a talent because it is. you are happier. Really. You are yeah. at peace. If sh if shit fucking hits the fan, like I still manage to be at peace. And I think that the kind of person I've grown to be, um, which is very understanding, it's very open-minded, you know, it's quite broad and I don't think I would be this kind of person without all of the mindfulness practices that I do. But 
I want to explain to you what gratitude actually is, right? Because yes. people, it's so easy to kind of think that we know and think that we may understand it. Of course, it's like, oh, well, I'm grateful for these shoes that I have on my feet. Yeah, yeah and people course. say those things so loosely yes. without really feeling the emotion. So practicing gratitude or what gratitude is, is a conscious positive emotion. So with manifesting as well, right, you're visualizing, like you're literally with your eyes closed or open, you're visualizing whether it's an object or whatever it may be, you're visualizing the object and you're feeling the emotion of already having. So manifesting is you you already have it. Mm. You feel the emotion of already driving that car. The car that I have right now, I manifested the exact car. The A250 with the specific suede interior with the AMG package. I knew exactly what car I wanted and I was in my old 1999 C180 compressor. Every time I got in that car, I had the car for 10 years, it was my first car. I'd get in that car and I'd put my hands on the wheel and I would close my eyes and I w- would imagine it is my new car already. And I was doing that every single day. My car was about to die. It was about to die on me. I was putting engine oil in it every two weeks. I was spending so much money on that. It was a very unsafe car at this stage. Like I don't think the airbags would have popped if I crashed. And I was visualizing the exact car that I want. Yes, I was working very hard as well, obviously, which helps you to like, don't get me wrong, you can't sit back and manifest and think money's just going to pop up out of nowhere. you got to manifest but also put the work in. Which yeah, I think th- that's where people go people, wrong. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and manifest, um, you know, this $10,000 holiday or <laughs> this, you know, I don't know, whatever it may You've be. You've got to be putting in as well. What are the, I guess, structures that you're implementing into your everyday life that is going to get you to what you want to achieve. Yes. So it's all well and good to, you know, manifest, write down in your journal, but what are the steps you're taking to actually get there? And that's a really important yeah. step. But first we have mm. to kind of get there, right? We have yeah. to. But it's also, it is really hard to understand because people will think that meditating is this like, you know, out-of-body experience, mm. which it can be, yes. Yeah, it definitely can but be. But it doesn't have to be that. Meditating, that's not what it is for me. Yes, I've experienced it twice years ago and I haven't been able to get back there but meditating for me is breath work and when you're doing controlled breath yeah you get a little you know you're stopping a certain amount of oxygen to your brain so you are getting into this state of mind right it's like hypnotherapy as Mm -hmm. well anyway so what I've got in my notes here is I think people really struggle to be grateful because from a young age we're taught to thank others when they give us a gift or do a nice gesture so wow we're learned we're taught to think automatically like it's a social skill, right? If someone gives us anything, we say thank you. Like how many times a day do we say thank you without actually feeling the thankful part? Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's deep. That's crazy. Fuck. And even (laughs) just like we are, we are socially programmed to just Mm -hmm. thank people for everything. But how thankful actually at the end of the day are we of that thing that Mm -hmm. they've just given us? Or that, you know, we're accepting. Like, yes, if it's a loved person, close friend, if they're giving you something and it's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And you you can feel that emotion. Yeah. When you're genuinely feeling so grateful for the object that they – whether it's tangible or not tangible, you feel the emotion when it's from someone who's important to you. Yeah. But when it's not from – someone who's important to you, you're saying thank you because it's like an autopilot thing. Like if someone holds the door open for you. Yes. And you're not actually feeling that emotion. You're just saying thank you. So I think that people really kind of 
yes, they say that I'm thankful, but I don't think that people feel it enough. And I don't like the practice of feeling gratitude. It's so much deeper than what people kind of put off. And, you know, like I, I see it on social media and I, I see it in day to day when people say, I'm so grateful for this, this and this, but it's like, if we really started practicing it properly and I'm, t- you know, everyone in these positive ways, even in the saddest of times and you shift your mindset to the something positive yep. and I'm, I'm talking a bar of soap in the shower to clean your body, toothpaste, like the little things like that. If you're in a really dark place, let's just say you're in a really shitty situation. Maybe you're losing your home. Maybe you can't, you're getting evicted and you don't have the money to stay in that home. Well, if you can try to look at a positive out of the situation, even though it might be so hard, you're already going to start manifesting because if you start looking at positives and this all comes to like, I mean, I get so into this shit. It comes down to energy, right? And energy is matter. We are just matter living on Earth. Negativity attracts negativity. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. Look, yeah. I failed physics, but I get how it works. So did I. I negative, <laughs> negative ions, they're just going to attract like ions, yeah. uh, energy, right? But if you, in your darkest moment, and we've spoken about this a lot on the mm. podcast, even in your darkest moments, in finding that little bit of light, that little something that mm-hmm. is is a positive, if you focus on that, mm. you it will snowball. Yeah. I mean, there's so much research behind your mind, right? It's a never-ending fucking thing. But we're constantly learning about the brain constantly. and how it works and how we can but literally this thing that we have right here sitting on our shoulders in in our skulls. There's electrons in there going on. Like there's all Mm. kinds of stuff happening. It is so strong. We can program our brains to do pretty much anything. Your mind can kill you. It can make you sick. Yep. If you're sick in whatever way it may be, whether it's with illness, if you have cancer or if you have depression, you can literally make yourself sicker by focusing on how sick you are. You can end up then terminally ill, right? Dr. Joe Dispenza is, if I don't know if you guys are into this stuff, but if you are really into quantum physics and you want to learn about rewiring your brain and if you are unwell, whether it be terminal or not, read Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, how to rewire your brain. That's what one of his books are called. And I mean, he has hundreds of case studies of uh, people who were sick with cancer and he literally trained them to just imagine not being sick. Imagine the cancer is leaving your body. Imagine the cells are going away. Imagine this, imagine that. He's literally cured patients without chemotherapy, without doing any Mexican because I know um, one of my best friend's mum went to Mexico and did this like four-month cleanse, I guess, and it actually did get rid of her breast cancer um, with no chemo and she needed – the doctor said you need chemo and she didn't want it and she went to Mexico and this four-month retreat got rid of all the cancer. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, he was actually on Jay Shetty's podcast recently, which is so weird because I – learned about Dr. Joe Dispenza like five years ago. Yeah. And then he like reappeared on Jay Shetty and I was like, oh, wow, like this is so – and it was a fucking awesome episode. So actually 
go onto Jay Shetty's podcast and find the Dr. Joe Dispenser one. And I actually remember seeing that there was like a little red like highlighted part and it said most shared episode on Jay's. Wow. Yeah. He, he really teaches you like about the quantum physics of matter and the vibrations and the frequencies of the universe and the world and us as humans but also really like just existing on planet like yeah and how you can literally your mind can make you sick and your mind can heal you and watch his youtubes watch his patience it's mind-blowing and obviously it comes down to changing the way you think um, implementing positive thoughts, changing negatives to positives, which is like a science term, I yes, guess, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, is, it, it, it really is. When you look at it, it's like you think, oh, my God, this is so difficult. But at the end of the day, it's all it is is changing a negative thought yeah. into a positive thought. Yeah. And finding the positives in uh, yeah. whatever that may be. You know, in, in a negative situation. And when it comes to health or, you know, relationship or whatever it may be, yeah. the one thing that they all have in common is that there's always going to be good and bad. Yeah. And it is actually up to you in everything mm-hmm. you do. You can either focus on the negatives, you can go and be depressed and sad about that certain thing. Mm. Or you can choose to be like, no, nah, I'm not allowing this to control my life. I'm not allowing this to be my narrative. The only person that is stopping you from if you want to be a happier person or if you want to try to really get that job or that gig, the only person that's stopping you is you. Like it's you and you out there. You know, when I started running and I started listening to David Goggins, like fucking mate, that guy is a fucking animal. Like he's an animal. He did like a 42K run with like broken kneecaps. Like he's an animal. And, you know, Ooh. when I had my little plantar fascia, I was out there running thinking, huh, well, ah, oh, you don't have, you got solid knees so you can keep going because that guy ran with broken knees and he was uh, weeing blood as well because his body was shutting down. Anyway, David Goggins, absolute legend. Wow. But is he okay now? Oh, he's fine. He's like, he, he's, I think he's got the world record for pull-ups. The other day his wife just put a story up and he just wanted to do um, push-ups for four hours and not stop. Not continuously pushing up but just holding Just up, holding a plank. Like 40 hours, uh, four hours, up and down, up and down. He's like, yeah. He, he's inspirational. He's very extreme but truly inspirational and he changed his mindset. He was an overweight on the verge of obese. Wow. No money. Got bashed as a kid, grew up in commission housing and completely changed his life. Went and did SEAL training, Navy training, failed, failed, failed. You only get three times and he went back and he got it. He got in. Like, and that was the thing that we spoke about failure. Failure is opportunity wow. to redo. Like these people, there's so many amazing, to me they're like mentors, right? Yeah. And because I've... I don't even know how it begun with me. I don't even know where it came from. I think I just started to become aware, as they yeah, say. Like, yeah. just aware of, I don't know, like, what's going on in my head and how do I make that better? Why am I feeling this? Yeah. Or how do I? And and that's like, uh, you you were fully aware because you wanted to change the way you were feeling. And, yeah. and that's where it starts. Yeah. You can't begin that change or implement these new structures into your life mm. until you actually realize, okay. I want to change the way I'm thinking or feeling in this moment. And like anything, guys, it's not easy. No, it's not going to be easy. It's not easy. Like it's hard truths 
to yourself. Even when you are practicing gratitude, there are still going to be some things that come up maybe, you know, in your mind that yeah. you don't say out loud, but things that you may judge yourself for. And, you know, they're the kind of moments that can be confronting for you. Like it's like with journaling, you know. Big I've, time put things in my journal that I'm not proud of about myself and things that I've done or things I might – a way I may have treated someone. And, you know, it's kind of – it's meant to be confronting so that you can actually acknowledge what you didn't like that you did and not do it again or choose to again because it's just you and you out there. Yep. If you want to be that better person, you know. So I also did actually write this down and um, this was just like a little note. It says there's so much studies around people who have practiced – who practice gratitude – it's a positive psychology. So there is evidence about people who count their blessings. The people who count their blessings are more happier and less depressed because gratitude changes our brain. And this is basically what we've already said anyway. Gratitude can also overpower negative emotions. So it boosts your positive emotion, which then again, which, which then means you're radiating positive energy. Yeah. You know, you're putting that out there. People say to me, you just, you know, have this happy or positive kind of, and I know that I give that yeah. off because yeah. it's just like, I don't know, like yeah. the practice, it's the, it's the work. It's a thing. Like it, cognitive therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy is a real uh, form of treatment for yeah. depression and anxiety. Yeah. And I, I've done it. I yeah. know a lot of people that have done it. It works. It is another form of training your brain. Yeah. And it, it, it's a real thing. It's it's something that psychologists, psychiatrists, mm. you know, recommend. And it's really hard. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. It's yeah. bloody hard. It's confronting. But it does rewire your brain and yeah. it does take time. And I think there is a time and a place for everyone to try that at mm their life like when I first started doing cognitive behavioral therapy mm. I was about 14 15 and at that time in my life I didn't understand what yeah. that was I didn't understand how to rewire my brain yeah I had no idea I didn't know who I was at that time yeah. I was still trying to figure out my place in the world mm. um nowadays I feel as though you know I, I've read books about it yeah I've I've done my own research into it and I implement those steps into my everyday life mm. every day because yeah. I understand I've grown into myself I am now 30 mm. I'm I know who I am mm. you know I think it, it really we, we change as mm. as we age and we have life experience yeah definitely. And, and I think all of these little factors, you know, you, you can't judge yourself either, guys. If you're if you're trying to do this and you, and you feel as though you're not doing it correctly, there is no right or wrong. There's definitely no right or wrong. You just have to show up. You just have to and keep, keep going. trying. That's there's, it. Yeah, like there's. If you sit down for a minute, you're like, this feels weird. I mean, I say my, I do my, I say it out loud. Hell, the other day I was driving and I had meditation music on in the background, and I talked to myself for about forty five minutes. I was driving to Colton, which is the other side of town from me, and I was talking to myself the whole time with the biggest smile on my face because I was feeling the emotion. Yes. I was really feeling the and emotion. You were, and you were imagining, like you were, yeah. you were there. It was, and, yeah. And that's the thing. Really and it's nice. like, see, for Ella, her thing is talking to herself with that music on in the background. Mm. For other people, it's it, different. it could yeah. be going for a walk and just listening to the birds and nature. Oh, yeah. I know for me, I have like a playlist on my mm. Spotify with, with all music with lyrics that really speak mm. to me. And for me, it's putting on those songs and singing along and really mm. feeling those lyrics. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, and 
I guess where I'm at in my mindfulness journey now, like I'm nearly 30, fuck, I'm like literally nearly 30 as well, <laughs> 10 months. But now because I've been doing it for so long, I can say it's fully like a part of me. It becomes a trait. Yep. Being a grateful person who practices gratitude, it actually yep. becomes a trait. And now yep. for me in my life, it has this long lasting effect on my mood every day because I've just practiced it so frequently, very often, all the time. It, it's just it becomes second nature well, to yeah. you. It, it's like walking. As babies, guys, yeah. we, we, don't, we don't know how to look after ourselves. We, mm. you know, piss and shit now in a nappy and we, we can't walk, we can't feed ourselves. But as we take those steps and as we mm -hmm. teach ourselves, we are our own examples. We have shown ourselves how we can go from being a baby, not being able to, to um, fend for ourselves, mm -hmm. to being a fully grown adult mm. who is able to do all of these things. And that in its, itself should be such a big and huge achievement and that we should look at every day and mm -hmm. go, wow, I'm yeah. getting up. I'm, I'm there f for me every day. Yeah. Because like you say, you are up against you only. It's just That's you. it. It's you and against I, you. I, I always any, – with anything – you know, if you want to try and get a TV gig, if you want to try and get a podcast gig, if you want to do something, it's literally like, you know, when growing up you see in movies, oh, actually, fuck, I don't even know if it was movies, but I mean, I learned it somewhere, don't know where from, but I used to stand in front of the mirror when I was going for my beauty jobs, I used to stand in front of the mirror with my arms up. I even did it the other day in the car. Where was I going? What, what did you do with your arms up? Oh, well, it's just, it's like an energy thing. Like it's an, it's, you're opening your frequencies like, and you're like putting it out like before a job wow. interview. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, Jim Carrey, all of these guys all talk about this sort of stuff, you know, and I mean, he's, I've actually been watching a few things about Jim Carrey. It's, he's very interesting. He's an interesting bloke. He, he's so gone he really full is. against Hollywood now and, like, yeah, yeah he's – he's and respect. Like, he is oh, – I literally just watched The Truman Show. I just watched um, that Irene in one. I just watched The Split Personnel. I, I've literally gone on this fucking rampage watching Jim Carrey and, like, researching him because – He is a fascinating person, he's though. So he really is. intriguing yeah. and, like, yeah. his character in all of these movies are the same. Anyway, and I got on like a bit of a loophole and like about his views on certain things and like he's a big manifester as well and mm. he's big on all that sort of stuff. Same with a lot of celebrities, you know. A lot of them are very into breath work, cold water therapy, the hoo-ha dude from the Iceland. What do a lot of very successful people have in common? They all get up at 4 a.m., which I get up at 5 I used to get up at 4 a.m., well, they, they all, all either get up. They well, get up very early because I saw an interview with uh, Jeff Bezos, who obviously is the CEO, founder, Amazon, fucking huge. Okay, yeah. like richest man in the world, pretty much. I think at this point, it's either him or um, Elon. Um, <laughs> but I, I watched a really interesting interview with him, and he said for him, mm. he really values his sleep, and it's interesting because mm. it's like you you would say, what do they have all in common? They all get up early. Mm. For me. Successful people, what they all have in common is they have a goal mm. and they have things implemented on how they are going to achieve that. Mm. So for Jeff Bezos, for him it's sleep. Mm. And and for him he doesn't start any meetings until 10 a.m. in the mm. morning. But he probably goes to bed early. He goes to bed yeah. early. He spends time in the morning with his family and his kids mm. and then he schedules his first important meeting of the day at 10 a.m. Mm. And for him he gets all of his really important meetings where he – 
is able to, like his brain is working at its fullest capacity in the morning. Yeah, because it takes two hours for your brain to wake up. That's yeah. why they wake up early. Yeah. yeah. So it was so interesting hearing the way he, you know, I guess navigates his mm. life and all of these really successful people, whether that be Elon Musk or, mm. you know, whoever, whomever. Mm. But what they all have in common is that they all have this schedule that they mm. – not swear by, but it, it's what works for them. Yeah. And it's finding what works for, for you. you. That's the one – that's what we're trying to get across here, guys. Because we all do everything so differently and some things work for some and yeah. it doesn't work for others and that's up to you to figure that out. But I also think, like, people get – and I know with my friends, like, you know, I've really tried to have these chats with my friends and, you know – I'm living proof of manifestation my whole life. Like Fully. even through the losses that have happened in the family, like it, it's things have manifested um, because it's been, it's a real thing being careful with what you wish for because they can happen. Um, mm. So, I mean, yeah, manifesting is very real. You know, everything that happened on maths with Mitch and even everything to do with him and even my boyfriend now, like it's Genuinely mind blowing, and celebrities—they're all big on that sort of stuff. And at least I think I've told you guys about this, or maybe I spoke about it on my stories. And there's like the 4 a.m. podcast that I used to listen to years ago, but it's basically just like a speaker, and he's saying, you know, he named the biggest billionaires in the world, and then he was like, oh, Beyonce, and it was like we all have 24 hours in a day, but it's what separates the billionaires, I guess, to like others is how they utilise their time yes. and what they do in those 24 hours because we all have the same amount of time we in a day. We have the same amount of hours in a day. Right. It's how you use it and how you intend to use those hours. Mm. Do you intend to use them in a negative way? Do you intend to yeah. sit there and think about all the bad things or mm. are you going to – Use those 24 hours and be positive and have a goal Mm. and implement strategies on how you're going to achieve those goals. Yeah. It's definitely – and it requires work, guys. It does. You can't – you really just can't sit back and wish and hope. You really have to put things into action because – it's like with me and attracting guys, right? I used to try and manifest all the time (laughs) the love of my life and I didn't get that for 11 years but because I was – I was hoping from a place of lack, and I've explained this before on the podcast, mm. when you're wanting something so bad to the point of the, the emotion's actually bad, it's not a positive emotion that you're feeling. You're, I'm wanting, I want a boyfriend so bad. I just want to, where is he? Why? Like, why? I can't find anyone. Why? Yeah. yeah, and I was, I was wishing and hoping from this negative place. Yeah. But if you're wishing and hoping and visualising and feeling the positive emotion of it actually already existing in your life, then that completely changes the whole thing. I went through the exact same thing after my divorce. I came out of that relationship thinking no one's going to want me. I'm never going to be in love again. I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to be happy. Mm. But when I switched that mindset and said, no, I am worthy, to love and be loved again, Yeah, it was my whole mentality shifted. Yeah. You know, maths happened. Mm. I feel like I manifested that in, in weird and wonderful ways. Like not not saying I'm going to be on maths, I'm going to be on maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was right place, right time. And we talk about this all the time because it's so freaking true yeah. and it's a real thing. Mm. But let's talk about our top five ways that we practice gratitude. 
because I think Ella and I are so different, okay? We, we have different yeah. schedules. We enjoy doing different things. Mm-hmm. And, and we are prime examples of how different yeah. people can be, but it works for us. Mm-hmm. So, babe, for you, how like, – what are your top ways that you – Okay. Because I know she's got a lot. She's probably got more than five. I've got a few. I'll just give you a few. I'll just give you a few. Um, and these are just really simple basic ones, you yeah. know, if you want to just – for the, if you're just starting, you know, today and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to try and be a more positive person. And you can start today. You, you can. can start right this second. Well, that's the amazing thing about it is it's you and you out there. You decide. You don't need to spend any money on no. this. You don't have to sign up for any fucking yeah. app. You don't have to sign up for any weird and wonderful thing. Put your email down. Yeah. You literally just have to just decide in your head. At home, on the walk, yep. in the shower, in the bath, in the toilet, if you're taking a poop. Yep. Anywhere. So my five, I guess, starter tips yep. would be whether it's in the morning or the night because sometimes in the morning it is nice to reflect on maybe the day before. Mm. I know that some people like to do that. Or for me, I do it in the evenings when I'm in bed or if I'm journaling. But most of the time it's when I'm actually head on the pillow and Mm. I'll close my eyes, I cross my hands. I'm not... I'm not religious, but I do... It's an energy thing once again. It is. I, I do speak to someone. It's not a certain God, but it's just the higher yep. power. And, you know, I, I do. I close my eyes. I cross my fingers. Cross my hands. Intertwine like, your hands. Yeah, like, like kind of like... My hands are kind of yeah. just like when you're holding hands kind yeah. of thing. And I say out loud, I say it out loud. Maybe not if my boyfriend's there because that's a bit woo-woo maybe for him, but I do it if, if he's there in my head or in my journal. And I'll say three things that I loved about my day. And again, the little things, like even feeding my cats and watching them eat. Like, mm. what? Like yeah. just watching them eat. And eat, and then, you know, and then it leads you to another thing to be grateful for. I have cats, you know? Yeah. And then, I mean, sometimes I look at my shoes and I'm like, I got to wear sneakers today that I bought. Yep. You know, can be as small as that. Or even if you've gone out to a really nice restaurant and you had the, like whenever I think of nice restaurant and my favourite dish, I just go back to Rosetta's in Melbourne, the Spano Crab Pasta. It's one of my favourite dishes on earth. And that is a meal that I will be forever grateful for. (laughs) So Rosetta's, please don't have a shot. But whether it's the morning or night, three things is always great because once you start as well, it should open up and lead to another that may be linked to the first thing that you're grateful for. But it's not just about saying it. It's really like when your eyes are closed and you're literally like visualising of eating that spanner crab pasta and just like my mouth even starts to salvate and I start to just feel really good because it's, it's such a luxury to eat out. It's a luxury to even be eating crab and – it's a luxury to be dining with whoever it was at the yeah. time, yeah. you know, and then that, there you go. Like it just expands. It expands and you can just keep going You from can that. keep going. Yes. So three things, it could be more, you could list 10 if you want to. Yeah. And if you've had a shit day and, and it's been a really tough day, whatever it might be, just change the way that you're thinking about whatever's gone wrong. Yeah, acknowledge okay. acknowledge the negatives. I think of that's course. really important too. Definitely acknowledge the negative and then think about that's okay. Tomorrow is always a new yes, day. Yes, that's I'm I live by oh, that honestly. And I love that. It's that has honestly saved yeah. me. Yeah. And I truly believe that because yeah. I've had days where I've just been 
so anxious, mm. um, you know, tears, full-on panic mm. attacks. Mm. And the one thing that always gets me out of that is mm. tomorrow's a new day. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is a fresh day. I, I get to start this life fresh tomorrow. It's amazing. And, and it's, a blessing so blessed. To be, it's a blessing to wake up the next day. It is. And that's, again, something to be grateful for that you're waking up, you know. Journaling for me is another obviously huge part of the way that I practice my gratitude. Yeah, putting it down on paper. Sometimes it's better for some if you want to remember it and you can always go back and reflect and be like, mm, yesterday I had a good day because of these things and that's what I was grateful for then and you might forget about something really positive that happened. So journaling is really good because you can go back and read it and you can reflect. Yeah, Meditation. Like I mentioned before, obviously I know that people have this idea of what meditating is. It's not this outer body experience. It doesn't have to be. That takes a lot of practice, a lot of discipline and a lot of routine and a lot of structure and a lot of development of the brain control. So meditating for me is really just breath work. So whether it's a guided meditation, which you can find them on Netflix now, there's Headspace meditations, which I've listened to in bed and fallen asleep. Yep. Um, goes for, I think, like seven minutes. There's short ones, there's long ones. Or you can just put on, on Spotify, meditation music and just focus on your breath. As in literally close your eyes, inhale through your nose, but think about the air. Like don't – and it – it's natural for thoughts to cross. It is. And acknowledge those thoughts mm. because it's in those moments, those thoughts are what are stored in the back. So when you're doing breath work, things can come up and it can be emotional. It can be intense. It can be confronting. But then you just have to kind of bring it back to the breath. And they all, if you've done meditation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They always say just bring it back to your breath. And it could be five minutes. It could be, temp it could be one minute. And then – when you're doing this whole thing of inhaling for three, holding for three, and then exhaling through your mouth, yeah. each time you do it, the second time, the third time, it gets deeper and deeper. And then you may experience a thought that is like an epiphany mm. or you might experience a really sad emotion where something's trying to come through and you've blocked it out. Or you might have this awakening or you might fall asleep. So like wow. the breath work is very big, also takes practice, but that is, yeah, I mean that stuff like changed my life. And, of course, affirmations. Like I don't think people realise how great they are. I bought this card of affirmations from Kiki K. Yeah, yeah. Years ago. The ones in my cupboard, are they're like seven years old. Wow. I've had them for so long. I love that though. They Such come a long time with you. They, yeah. they they're just part of your life. You know what I mean? It's and you know when you read an affirmation, like if example one, it says, "I am deserving of love." Okay. Yes, you can stand there and say, "I am deserving of love." I am deserving of love. I am deserving of love. That's not going to do anything. Like, again, it's feeling the emotion of being deserving of love. Trust me, I got to a place where I did not think as well I was deserving because nobody loved me. Nobody wanted me. Mm. No one wanted me past three months. So I was literally like, I'm not lovable at all. And then, you know, had to put back in the work, had to yep. – 
put back in the positive mindset. Having to work. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back, coming back, changing the thought process, believing in yourself again, but believing in the affirmations. And they're great. You can find them on Pinterest. You can find them in bookstores. They're everywhere. On Google. There's apps. Yeah. There's fucking apps now. You can can Google, you know, 20 positive affirmations. You can write them on little stick it, post-it notes. Post-it notes. Put them all over the house. Put them in the fridge. So every time you open the fridge, there's one there. Yeah. Or your cupboard like Ella has. There are so many different little fun ways that you can do it all. Write it in in lipstick on your window or on your mirror. Um, Somewhere that you look every day. For me, it's it's doing it, it, making these things part of your everyday Mm. routine. So for me, it's like every day when I take Millie out, Mm. whether we go, we just walk on the street Mm. or we're at the park. I really like grounding myself to nature, whether that be just sitting on the grass or hugging a tree. James, my brother and I, we used to hug trees. Yeah, it, it 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 is a thing. Sitting on the ground, just being one with nature, that for me is like another form of meditation. Mm. And also, I really love listening to music. Yeah, and that's the simplest music way for me. Is such an amazing thing for us. Yeah, like it fully transcends oh. me. It can be like, and I'm talking. I could be listening to Drake. I could be yeah. listening to Kanye West rapping. Yeah. Even though it is not relaxing music, mm-hmm. it puts me in a mindset of where I. It am. takes you to your place that yes. you need to go. Yes. And that's and music. The really cool thing about music is it affects us also differently. Yeah. Like completely. Even the lyrics resonate with us all differently. You could we could be feeling like Drake. Or we could be feeling like the receiver who Drake is singing about. Yes. Like it's it's amazing how music does that. For me, music is yeah is is huge in my life. Like I've always either got music playing mm. in my house, I'm always listening to it in my ears, on, on in the car all the time. I also um, have one more thing. Yes. One more tip. One more tip. That I think it comes back to the start of the conversation, how yeah. I said, you know, we say thanks yes. to everyone. Right. Thanks for holding the door. Thanks yeah. for picking that up. Or think, but thanks. Yeah. What I think is a really, what could be a really cool task. I mean, I'm going to do this next week. I think it'd be really cool if you, if we go out of our way to say thank you and really feel it and really mean it. Like if it's your barista and he, and you know how people, I don't have a local person that I go to like every day, but I know that there's lots of people out there that do, right? Yeah. And you become besties with your barista and they know your order inside out. Like they might slip you a free croissant. Like say thank you and really feel it. Like it could be anything, you know, if you go to Coles and there's that girl, I know my mom's got her girls at Coles at the checkout. They all love her. And she's been going there for years and she adores them as well. And she loves seeing them. And yeah. it's a real emotion, yeah. you know, but they're strangers to her. She doesn't know them on a personal level. Yeah. But the way that they affect each other's day, it's like, thank you. Like you might have just brightened their yeah. day or your day. So I think I want to do that. It would be really nice to just thank someone I who I that. see who I don't really know. Yeah. And it's like, thanks. I really appreciated that, you know. Like my neighbour who will like walk the dog and always like say hello and yeah. like, always stop for a chat. And yeah. I think that's really nice too because it's – you know, I'm new to the area and whatever, like just those little things. Yeah. That, yeah. Even, you know, I know I find myself doing this and you just reminded me, like mm. even the guy that the Australia Post guy that delivers yeah. my packages, like even this morning when he did deli- like w- I was so tired this morning, yeah. like in my bathrobe. And I was like, thank you so much for like actually coming to my door and taking the time to knock and wait till I get there. Mm. Like I was like, I actually just had this moment today where I was like, thank you so much for doing mm. that. 
Because yeah, like, some of them don't do that. Some of them don't do that, and it's cold, yeah. and it's like you know. And I know it's your job, and I know you're getting paid to do it. But thank you for doing that well. Yeah. You know. So I think I'm going to really make sure. Yeah. I, I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate that. That's it. And you know, even if there's like a tradie coming to fix something, you know, it's quite transactional when we have tradesmen in our yeah. home fixing shit. We're like, that's his job. Whatever, fix the broken stuff. Yes. But really, they're fixing something to make your life better. Yeah. So I think that's also really nice. Like saying thanks. For their, even though they're, yes, they're paid to be there, yes, they're doing their job, but it's to make you live comfortably or fix whatever may be yeah. broken. And guys, these are just little ways that, you know, it might not seem like you're changing the world, mm. but that little bit of positivity and that little bit of kindness that you show someone, mm. it's a trickle effect. And if we just be that little bit nicer to people, show that gratitude, show mm. that you're thankful mm. um, for whatever big or small it may be, mm. that will trickle down and we do need to be, as a whole, like the world, we need to be kinder. And the epic thing is you actually feel better. Yeah. You feel good thanking someone or giving someone a compliment. It's Yes, it's making their day and making them feel good about something but also it's the nicest feeling when you compliment someone, yeah, you really know, because is. we don't give them enough. We really don't. Like my boyfriend, you know, says it all the bloody time and I struggle to remember to do that to him. Yeah. And it is a really nice feeling, even if it's your girlfriend, if it's your mom and, you know, she's dressed up going somewhere and it's like, mom, you look so good. Yeah. Like, and it, it's, it, it really is, you know, life is so fast paced and yeah. we're often on the go all the time. Mm. And it's that thing, stop and smell the roses. Yeah. And to end this episode, guys, mm. I do want to give a huge shout out to you guys, the mm-hmm. listeners, who we are eternally grateful to. And we really do mean that at yeah. the end of every episode when we say thank you for listening. And we're also very committed to you guys. Yes. We're committed, you know, like, Today we're talking about real shit and how to improve yourself, how to become a more positive person if you want to be, you know, and there are things that we, tools that we use day to day regularly that have helped us and, you know, we are committed to you guys to helping you and supporting you and like Dom had said in one of our other episodes, providing hope or, you know, providing faith and, you know, because the news is fucking not that right now. Yes, it's so, not that good. You know, there's people in some fucking submarine in the middle of the ocean somewhere. You know, there's always bad shit happening in the yeah. world and I think if we just add that little bit more sprinkle of positivity, mm. you know, just like sprinkles on a cupcake, guys. Like who doesn't fucking love sprinkles on, on a cupcake, I right? I love sprinkles on a cupcake. Just sprinkle that little bit of extra positivity on the world and – it will make a difference and I promise you. And it not only makes you feel better but you're making that person's day as well. So go and give that a try. Once again, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Hope that you enjoyed today's episode. We kind of just wanted to do like a little bonus and kind of, I mean, we do say it a lot, stop and smell the roses. So I think we owed it to you guys to provide a bit more, I don't know, Tips, tricks, advice, real talk about it. And the best thing about this, guys, is it's free. Yeah. Okay? It's free. Who doesn't love a fucking bargain? I know I do. Yeah. And this one is 100% off. It's free. Yeah. And we also have one other very exciting mention 
So, guys, we've been working on something. Uh, you've probably seen little snippets on our stories of we've been working on something. You may have noticed that my highlight cover photos have changed to a green and white swirly situation. Yeah, and, like, we just... I wonder what that is. I wonder what that is, guys. But, look, you will just have to wait a little bit longer, but I tell you, when I say that the wait is worth it... <laughs> if you know what the wait is going to be worth it. And it's coming very soon to you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We love you. Make sure you come and join us on the Facebook group if you haven't already. And we'll chat to you next week. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.